ladies and gentlemen, my name is Charles Nzali, host of 8 Plus One, The Classroom. Today, I, I am honored this evening to have someone in my presence, someone that I look up to, someone that I've grown to know and grown to, to really love, someone that is very kind, very given, and someone who is really a go-getter. See, when I started this platform, I, I had the intention to go and sit down with people who were go-getters, people who, who decided to take their lives into their own hands and pursue their goals unapologetically. Today I have uh, Gina, Regina Williamson here. Regina Williamson is a mother, an entrepreneur, a student, a wife, and a lot more. Regina, oh. welcome Thank to you. A Plus in the classroom. Making me want to cry. <laughs> Thank you. I'm honored to be here. You're welcome. Uh, Regina, tell me, tell me a little bit about about yourself. Uh, I pretty much already said that you're a mom. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, I know you're from Gambia. Yes. Tell, let's start with the, your background all the way from the Gambia. Okay. Yes. So I, I am, I've, I want to say, I've been here 20, going on 21 years. Um, originally came here to go to school. Um, I'm now uh, married to a, a, a gentleman from Arkansas. So. I guess I'm not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, we have two little boys. Uh, one's almost 13, the other one's almost 10. Um, been here 21 years, I can say I'm still trying to get to where I'm comfortable, where I say, say I've gotten to my goal. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like every day is work in progress, we're getting there. Um, I started off, gosh, I went to, um, an all-girls school when I came here first. It's called Cardi College. Um, then, uh, which is, it's in Nevada, Missouri, in the middle of nowhere. Then we moved to Kansas City because my older sister was here, so I wanted to be closer to family. Um, God, found work. Worked, started in the hotel business, went into the restaurant business, and uh, originally wanted to pursue a, a, a career in, I wanted to be a doctor. But with, as the way situation presents itself, um, I'm actually working towards becoming a nurse and will be done with my RN this September. Um, I'm also, the best part of me is being a mother and a wife. I love, love, love my family. Um, I have three sisters, all of them are here. My parents are here also. Um, now, I've embanked in a, in a business that I did not plan, did never saw myself in, um, but just got really comfortable in it. And it's in a braiding business. I do own a hair salon, um, which I started three years ago and I am loving it. It's, it's um, the business, it's going to places where I didn't think it would go. Um, but trying to run that and a family and also pursue nursing school is, is a little crazy, but it's 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 happening. There's no there's no other option. Given that you've been here for so long, what are some of the the fun memories? What are some of the memories you have about the Gambia? Oh man, um, memories of my family, my grandparents, especially my grandmother on my mom's side, um, my cousins, my uh, just meeting at my my grandfather. My grandma and my grandfather, so my dad's side, uh, just meeting my cousins there after school. Um, just being, being free, not being, having to be responsible for anything. Because I turned 18 here. I was, I came here, uh, it was November 26th of 20, uh, 2000. And then I, um, I turned 18 December 6th of 2000. So I, I turned... 18 here and I had my first job here the main things I remember there being back home was that freedom 
just just not having any responsibilities all my parents required of us was you pass your classes your exams do good in school if you want to do sports they'll encourage you you always had food you had anything you wanted as long as you were doing the right things that they considered you know like this education part of it um, but just that freedom just not having to worry about the bills not having to worry about uh, your tuition all that I really miss that freedom that's that's one of the, the good memories and being around family feeling safe really beautiful thing about Gambia or Africa in general is is that freedom and that, mm. that sense of family yeah. I mean you you do have that here you have your mom and dad here and your sisters but on a wider spectrum yeah. in Gambia you get your cousins your uncles, yes. your annoying aunts, everyone <laughs> is in one big, big circle. And that is always, always, uh, always a good feeling. The, uh, the one thing that makes it a big difference, the environment. Yes. The environment makes a big difference and obviously culture. It's, it's just where you are, just that being around people that understood you. Because here it's like every day, it's like you ha you're having to explain yourself why you do things a certain way so that was that's something that I always cherished when we, when we were back home everybody knew what was expected of you here you don't because we're different cultures you know it's 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 interesting at the same time different mm -hmm. and, yes and also the 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 assimilation the process of assimilation mm -hmm. usually takes away from what we have in the Gambia. It does. Because for you to really fit in, you have to adjust. So mm -hmm. that adjustment sometimes compromises Your culture. The, the culture mm -hmm. and, and what you believe in and how you were raised mm -hmm. and the experiences that you had as a child growing up. It, it does really, really, really make a difference. Mm -hmm. it, it amazes me how you were able to, to go to school and run a salon and uh, raised two boys and be a wife. And every time I see you, you, you never really run out of energy. You're always on the go, you're always on the go. Where did that come from? You know, first I'll say, um, being able to do everything that I do when it comes to my school, raising my family, there's always a part that suffers. One thing that I can say I'm very thankful for mm -hmm. is my husband. My husband has been, he's very supportive. He's my biggest critic now, let's get that straight. He would tell me in a minute that doesn't make sense or mm -hmm. this is right. Uh, but with his support, our children are a certain way. Um, like my, he kind of, he motivates me. Hey, this doesn't make sense. Hey, I think you probably need to do this. But I can be stubborn because sometimes he does give me uh, advice I'm like oh no that doesn't work but um, his, his support is one of the main things that have helped me in where I'm, what I'm doing mm -hmm. the energy part of it I think it's just because I feel like we're in a country where you attain what you want based on how hard you work mm -hmm. your goals are set based on how hard you want to work you can say my goal can be today oh I just want to be done with school and mm -hmm. I just want to work eight to five and be done. Mm -hmm. Well, when I get to that goal, that's it for me or am I gonna set something else bigger? Mm -hmm. Now, with everything I do, it's like I have multiple goals. I have a goal for school when I'm done. Okay, where do I want to work? I have a goal for the salon. You know, what are my goals for that? Where, where do I want to take the salon? Mm -hmm. You know, I have goals for my children, even though at the end of the day, their goals for themselves is what's gonna, you know, push them. But I want to structure them to say, hey, you can do, you can do greater things. You don't have to just minimize yourself. Mm -hmm. um, when I look at myself from <laughs> where starting, my first job, job was at a gift shop at, mm -hmm. at a Western Crown Center um, in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. And I remember that job making my $7.25 an hour was a big deal because I wasn't working back home. So mm -hmm. that was big to me. Um, then after that I was like okay so I need to make money for rent so now you need to 
get more money. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then I went and started working at the hotel. I started working at a hotel. I was a part-time night auditor. And then afterwards I grew, I became a part-time night auditor, part-time desk clock, made me a full-time. Mm -hmm. And I worked in the hotel business for 13 years total. By the time I left, I was a front office manager for a Marriott mm -hmm. hotel. All of that, I never thought of it in the future, in the past. Mm -hmm. It was just that every time I got one step higher, I was like, okay, I want, I want to get there. The next thing. I want to do that. And it just feels good because what's life without a goal? Mm -hmm. What's life without a purpose? You, you want to do something with your life. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what gives me the energy and the zeal to keep going. I tell you, there are not there are days I wake up in the morning. And I don't want to get off my bed, uh -huh. but I just think about it. Okay, what's what am I doing today? Do I have to rest? Do, do, should I take a rest day, or can I go on without having to move today? Then I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me get up and go to work. And sometimes I go into the salon with no appointments on those days, and those are the days I get people walk in, or I just talk to people, or people just come by. So. That was a purpose. Even if you didn't make money, just talking to people or just interacting with your Selling customers. Selling the business, yeah. Yeah, you got to market yourself, market yeah. your business. And those are the days that actually I end up getting a whole family coming. Oh, well, we're going to make appointments and stuff like that. So that energy, I think just your goal, just a purpose for yourself is what pushes me every day. It's, yeah. That, that is beautiful. I always, always say this. I always say, and I really mean it. See? Not having a goal to pursue mm -hmm. is the beginning of death. You wake up every day and you have nothing to look forward no to. No zeal. Nothing to look forward to. You just, you're just killing yourself mm -hmm. bit by bit. And then, you know, we live in a world where people go out and get it and other people just settle yeah. and just sit down and fold, and fold their arms. Uh, the other question I want to ask is, uh, what is, what is success for you? You, do you attribute success? Do you attribute success to how much money you have, or do you attribute success to how much influence you have, or do you attribute success to how much of the goals that you, how many goals have you set for yourself and achieved them? It's funny you asked me that question because it was was it Friday or last Thursday? I was sitting in the salon. I was talking to myself. I had a customer that was supposed to come at seven, but they didn't show up. So I was like just talking to myself and it was like me it was like God speaking in to me because I was thinking I need to revamp myself what do I want to work on what makes me like a how would I say it not just not just successful what makes me a happy person and I sat down and I thought I said okay I'm in the healthcare field I your health has to be good mm -hmm. and then I own a business yes I want to work and make money then I thought of, I'm like, okay, my relationship with God has to be intact. Mm -hmm. So it's not just one thing. It's a whole bunch of things that need to come together to make someone successful. Mm -hmm. You can't be successful financially, and uh, then you're sick. So mm -hmm. how are you enjoying your life? That's, mm -hmm. that's kind of not success. Yeah, there, there are people, like I'll give um, Steve Jobs, he, he had money, but he had cancer. But mm -hmm. he got to that point where... And I'm not comparing myself to Steve Jobs, but mm -hmm. I'm just saying, like, in terms of um, success, mm -hmm. your health is one. And he, he lived long enough to enjoy his success. Mm -hmm. But there are times when you should look at yourself and say, okay, I want to be healthy. I need to work out. I need to get myself to a healthy point. Mm -hmm. And then I want to watch what I eat. And then also, financially, I want to work. You have to balance your work life, your relationship with God, and your, your health for you to... For, you to be successful that's mm -hmm. how I see it that's my definition of success because I feel like I can't be sick and go to work you're mm -hmm. not gonna make money um, I feel like that's that's a route I can start with that mm -hmm. and then as I'm healthy in myself and you gotta look good try to look good I know mm -hmm. sometimes I forget that part of it where I just wake up and take a shower and I'm done and that's it but just take care of yourself um, and then work towards your financial goals, set your financial goals, because yes, success does have to do with money. You, mm -hmm. you want to be able to be comfortable financially to do, take care of your day-to-day -day, um, nice. financial issues, and then travel, enjoy yourself, you know, 
So you, you want to be, all of that need, needs to be in balance before you can say you're successful. Wow. That's, that's, that's pretty, pretty in-depth, broken down every single piece of what the whole composition entails. Mm -hmm. And it seems like you've already thought about this again and again. I did. It did. It, it, it always came through my mind. I'm like, well, you have money and then, and then what? what? Yeah. You know, and then what? Yeah. How you, because I feel like you can, even in your health, after you do all of that, you get to be an advocate for people. You basically get to educate people, talk to people about it, because that's another thing that I'm trying to use the hair salon for that. Mm. Um, we have times where people come in and talk to, um, especially the area that I'm in, it's in a, in a very black minority area. Mm -hmm. And I would like for like to us to have, like maybe we have somebody come in to talk about the, our hearts, come talk about diabetes, things that are kind of like making us not get that opportunity mm -hmm. to, yeah. to, you know, just know about your health because those are the things that are bringing us down. So I just like, and then people come in just talk about finances, you know, talk about credit. All of that stuff is things that we do need to work on for you to be in a happy place. Just be in a happy place. Even if you're not there yet, but just having your goals to say, okay, I'm gonna get a whole bunch of things paid off on my credit. I'm gonna get these things done. Just setting that goal. As you're getting to that goal, you're gonna start feeling, you'll feel different. You'll feel the difference in being in that point where you have all these bills to pay where and you financially are not meeting the bills you're, you're going to be sick because <laughs> you can't yeah, pay the those stress, bills the stress. and then and then you're, you're just sitting there not doing anything so that's where the going comes that should be a push to say hey let me go find two i've had times where i worked two full-time jobs and a part-time job well two part-time and a full-time job and that was just because that's what i had to do to be able to pay what i had to pay and that when you go to that window and pay your tuition, you know the feeling that just, even though you know the next semester is coming, it's coming but it's just you feel so good. Relieved. You're like, okay, yeah. yes. I'm, I'm one step closer to my goal. Yes. But all of that sums up how, what I feel success is. So, Our conversations in the barbershop, you can walk in there and people are talking about basketball. Mm -hmm. It could start from basketball mm -hmm. and then into finances. Mm -hmm into sneakers into you could you, every single time you walk in there it's a conversation that starts from one area mm -hmm. all the way to another area you find men it's almost like a venting place for men men it come is. there to just vent people talk about relationships people mm -hmm. talk about the struggles they're having with their spouse and these are people that you you probably never met or never going to see mm -hmm. but it's a place where we just let our egos down and then talk. I think it should, it's pretty much the same thing at the, at the, at the hair salon. It is actually, um, and it, it's kind of, it depends on what kind of environment you set in there. Because uh -huh. you know, we make it where um, people can, our, our customers are very comfortable. Like it is a venting spot, you know, and we, we some of us, the nice thing is we've had times where somebody comes and um, is talking about what their life experiences and there's another person another person there to do their hair is just listening and we've had times where just people just start crying and when what we end up finding out is that whatever that person is talking about might be the same Intuition. situation this person is in and they're just waiting for they were waiting for a confirmation yeah and the lady was like this is exactly from a customer she goes i am so grateful she told the other customer i'm so grateful for you you just don't know how you saved me today so we we have people like that we have you have all kinds of conversations i'm telling you it's it's a beautiful place and we laugh about it the same people we even we got to the point where just some people just come in there and oh so what are we watching today just even the shows or just it's a comfortable environment and i believe that when i thought of because I've worked a lot of African hair braiding salons I'm African so I am I'm going to say I'm allowed to say this mm -hmm. and I do not like the environment in some of them I want the reason I opened my salon is because I want people to understand that African braiding salons can be professional mm -hmm. we, we can be and I chose that route because when people walk into my salon it's just I've had people walk in and be like oh my god I was just trying to figure out where to get my hair done and I'm coming back. I just like the environment here. I just, I just feel so good when I walk in. And it makes me feel good. I feel like I'm ac accomplishing something. 
you know so yeah it's a place where you know we we we, we do bash men that that's going to happen there so but we, we enjoy we enjoy the conversations we have there so that's 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 amazing it's like a therapy session yeah. really it is that's amazing yeah. i i had the chance to to talk to one of your customers before this interview and then uh, i interviewed her uh I'll, i'm about to play the, the clip for you but the things she was talking about is that it's a place where she comes and catch up on her souls <laughs> and then also is a is a really healthy environment and she uh she loves it there and then she knows that she can schedule an appointment at a short notice and you will still accommodate her okay. and take care of her so that did confirm just exactly what what exactly what you say and and you know uh i will attach that clip to this by the time i'm ready to and that customer is k okay okay yeah i love what i do so sometimes it is a therapy session for me people ask me do your hands hurt i actually my hands hurt what if i take a vacation off a whole week and mm -hmm. i don't braid when i come back then my hands hurt because it's like Oh, I was missing those few days. My hands were, I used to that movement. But it's, it's a really good therapy for me. That's how I, I feel when I'm in there. Okay. And it's nice to work for yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. I feel like working for myself is another thing that pushes me. Because I can cancel all the appointments for the day and stay at home. But I don't do that because it, that's the, the push I get. Okay, no, you can't do that. That's, that's your, your name, the name of your business you're about to ruin. You know, and then your, your customers rely on you. you know, they have plans mm -hmm. and they rely on you to be there. So those are the things that push me. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm doing something. I feel like I'm doing something. So you, uh, you've, we've had a lot of conversations about the salon. You've been married for il almost 11 years yes this june 19 will be 11 years what is the secret i don't know i don't think there's a secret but i think it's just the people it's the two people that decide to to get married mm -hmm. um my husband is the calm factor in our relationship he is amazing mm -hmm. i'm i'm the loud crazy one but he's amazing. The one, one thing I really like about him is his honesty. He doesn't hesitate to be honest with me. Mm -hmm. um, it, he doesn't mind if it hurts my feelings, but he is very honest. Our boys love, love him. They, they actually call me soldier mom, and he's the one that's always the good guy because I'm, I'm the one that disciplines. Um, he does discipline when he has to, but I'm the main one. Um, it's not... It's not versus like what you're doing right. It's just, we just fit in. I don't know how we do it. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we have fun together. We, we talk together. We, we, it's not that we don't fight. We do disagree on things, but he's, he's the calm person in the family that's just like, he'll determine if something is worth arguing about or not. Like, or just, and his definition of argue is my definition of, where what was the word i used oh we're just talking about something okay we're just disagreeing mm. that's his definition of uh, arguing so because of that i'm like okay i don't want to argue but in terms of let's say something goes wrong and we have to talk about it he'll he decides okay right now we might be angry let's not talk about it now mm -hmm. you know we'll talk about it later and things like that so he is the head of the house and he did he I think he's the reason why we're in a place that we're in right now. I, I appreciate, I just appreciate the, this, what I see from, from just watching. Mm -hmm. And I really do appreciate that. And then, uh, you know, Mako, he's a, he's a good guy. Oh, yeah. He's a good guy. And then, uh, you know, power to him. And then, you know. The, the one thing that I, it's, it's interesting because I said, okay, I've been married to this man for 11 years and I just now figured out what I need to do and listening because I tend to interrupt he would be talking and I'll just interrupt just mm -hmm. listen to the end of the conversation and then think before you, before you say anything if there's simple things you just I just have to think okay so is this something I want to go back and forth with is it worth it or 
you know, when do I ask a question? If I don't, un if I don't understand, I don't just assume what he's, I'm this saying, is what he I'm said. Saying. Hey, I'll ask. And he makes fun of me. He makes so much fun of me because I ask so much questions. questions. Oh my God. He goes, damn, you just asked me this. He would tell you, I ask too many questions, but sometimes it's just, um, because I am not, I might be paying attention, but I didn't understand something. And then I'm like, okay, hey, I know you explained this earlier on. Do you know you've asked me this like three times in my mind? I just, it's just been in my head, whatever he said. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like trying to not take it as how I interpret it. I want him to tell me what he wants. I am so great, grateful that you said that. It's because marriage. Anna does that all the time, right? But I never really understood why it's done. Because sometimes I get kind of irritated that. Oh. The question is asked, and I'm like, baby, I know you asked me about this mm -hmm. before. Why are you asking about it again? But it never crossed my mind that <laughs> she's asking the question again and again to make sure yeah. that I actually, what I said, I actually meant what I said, mm -hmm. the way I said it, not her own interpretation of what is what, it yes. that I said. You know, you and Mako have the same sign. Yeah, we're all Gemini. Yes. So you guys probably do the same thing. We irritate you guys to death. But there is always a reason. My husband does not like attention. None. I like to give attention and he gets mad or he gets mad. That's crazy. So you guys, it's just, I don't understand yeah, why the younger, you guys are weird. But The younger me mm -hmm. used to, I used to enjoy a little yes, bit of I attention. Think the old, you, you're right. I think maybe the older you get. So, but now mm -hmm. it's not really. It's I don't. It's still weird for me when I get complimented when mm -hmm. people compliment me with stuff. I don't really know how to take it. Yeah. I I don't always say why you always when people say you gotta say thank you and smile. Mm -hmm. See, we have sat down and she has tried to teach me how to smile and and, <laughs> not, and the smile not coming out as fake. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know how. Like, I can. Like, <coughs> I don't know how to just smile, mm -hmm. and it be. I'm really smiling. I really appreciate what this person is saying. But deep down in my heart, I do know that I'm just trying to smile mm -hmm. because it's. It seems like it's the cool thing to do to in do this love. moment. Just vocally say thank you, and you know you don't have to always smile or express yourself like that. But it's a plus. It's a plus to let people know. And that's another thing. People, people appreciate you and they tell you, you react back. Because sometimes it tends to be rude if you don't. If you don't, yes. It does. It does. Yeah. It does. But, you know, uh, I'm grateful you did break that down for me. Because yeah. it, it, it was definitely getting on my nerves to, for me to keep repeating the same thing. I never really, really, really thought of the fact that mm -hmm. she is saying this simply because she's trying to make sure that what I said... Mm -hmm. It's my oh, it's said the way I said it. It's mm -hmm. intended the way I said it, not mm -hmm. her own oh, interpretation she, of yeah. what I said. It and that actually makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. It, it makes a make. lot of difference because you don't feel left out in a relationship. Because you, you would say, like, I do this a lot and I'll be on my way home, just like today. And my husband will call me and say, oh, can you get a bottle of soda? And I'll go get some healthy. And he'll tell me exactly what he wants. I will get some healthy stuff and take it home. Gina, that's really not what I asked for. And then they feel like you're not listening to them. You're not, basically, you're not accomplishing what they asked you to do mm. for them. So then they feel like you maybe don't appreciate them, which you do. And that's the reason why you brought them the easy soda instead of the Pepsi or the Coke. Mm -hmm. So, but that's the thing so you, you just sometimes you just have to do and what they want but you have to make sure you know what they want and that's where the question comes in because i don't know if you don't tell me so so the bottom line pretty much is is the better the better communication you have yes the better understanding it is and the better everything else is gonna fall yeah. in its place yeah that's 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 yeah. great that's great uh because you got to compromise, and that's the only way you can understand each other. Yeah, yeah yesterday I was, I was watching a, a video, uh, a 
some guys that just sit down and talk about relationships. Mm -hmm. And it's a guy that says that, he says, relationship is like a Venn diagram. You know, a Venn diagram, you have mm -hmm. two circles, mm -hmm. and then do, the two different circles mm -hmm. come together. It's mm -hmm. a point in the circle where they intersect, mm -hmm. right there. He says, the intersection is what you two do together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's the intersection. Say, but the other space is you having your separate life mm -hmm. and your spouse having their separate life. Mm -hmm. And then when you do come in, you have to make sure in, in the intersection, whatever you have in your personal life, work and whatever you have going on, mm -hmm. does not have to get into that intersection because that intersection is your sacred space. Sacred. That's what you, you have going on. That's what you have. Yeah. That's where... Uh, your relation, everything is communication between the two. Between the two of you. There are sometimes though that work will go in because let's say I have something happen today. Hey, baby, you know what happened today? You know, you can you can do that, but not. I guess it's a separate world. So I get that middle spot. It's just what you guys do, your plans you, together. It makes sense. Anna used to always complain that why is it that when you get home from work, you sit in your car for. <laughs> for for 20 30 minutes right what i am doing mm -hmm. in those moments is i'm sitting in my car i'm trying to take waffle house out of my my i try to separate just detach myself from work mm -hmm. before i walk into that house i'm trying to bring take away all the negativity and all yep. the the hustle and all the it's, craziness is that of trans work. You're transitioning. Yes, from, I'm yeah. trying to leave that in this car. Mm -hmm. So when I do come inside, you know, I am taking, I'm coming to you without bringing the stress of work yeah. into the house with you because eventually it is going to interfere mm -hmm. in whatever we have going, yeah. <coughs> going on. And even if I do come into the house and she's like, how, how was your day at work, right? At first, I used to just be like, it's fine. And not ask her, mm -hmm. how was her, her day at work? And mm -hmm. eventually, I, I kind of understand that, you know, women, women will give you signs. Mm -hmm. So if she, she, wants you to, she wants to tell you how her day was spent at the house, mm -hmm. right? So she would ask you, how was your day? How was your day? So you can... You can say, oh, you can tell her however your day went and then mm -hmm. ask her mm -hmm. how her day went so she was able to, to vent, just tell you, tell you how, mm -hmm. oh, I, I, I had a phone call. I called my mom. I called your mom. I, mm -hmm. I did this. Uh, I looked at this on Amazon. I set up a, a doctor's appointment for Francis. Oh, I spoke to Gina. I spoke to Sonia. Mm -hmm. And then, but if, if I come in and then she goes, how was your day at work? And I go, oh, it was fine. And then Never leave it there ask. and did not ask. It's like, okay, you, so you don't care how my day was. Yes. You got to you know? show. You, it's you, just the little, yeah. the little, little, little pieces mm -hmm. that normally if you do not pay attention to them, you miss out on, on, yep. on everything. A and lot of signs. A lot of signs you miss out on. And you want to know what's going on with your significant other because... There are times when just, let's say something goes on and, I, and nobody talks to me. I don't vent it out, you know. I could be mad. I, I, at the end of the day, what ends up happening, you come to me and you say something simple that has nothing to do with anything. I, I get mad at you. But what's not fair is for me to put that anger on you, something that happened at work. So sometimes you can help yourself. Basically, help yeah. me vet. Hey, what what you do today? How is everything? Or just I think that helps. And then I can tell. Oh, he cares about what's going on. You know. So, and you you can't be with somebody who does not care about what's going on. Like for you, like that that'd be crazy. Mm -hmm. You know what's going on with my wife, my husband. Like he'll if I I talk a lot. So if I come home and I'm quiet. That's a sign something's wrong. So, yeah. You know, he'll come and he'll meet me in the kitchen and start bothering me and stuff until he knows if he keeps doing that, I will say, say what's going on with mm -hmm. me. But my sign of say, for you knowing that something's wrong, it's just me being quiet. And that's when you, you should run and just 
just, <laughs> just be like, house. oh, what's wrong? Okay, yeah. guys, let's go to the park or something like that. But yeah, so it, it's good to be observant. Yeah, Pay attention to your significant other and your kids. Because you get a lot of signs just from paying that five-minute attention to them when they walk in the door. They'll walk different when they're mad. Or they'll say, they won't even say anything. If they use, whatever they used to do, they wouldn't do. So you know, something's wrong with my, my wife or my girlfriend or whatever. Something's wrong. Yeah, there's a lot to, to... To really talk about yeah. and unpack and, and yeah. do all of that. I, I had said that if I had written a book about my life 21 years now, People would be like, oh, she's lying. Like, there's so much in the process of coming from where I, I always go back and I look at where I started from. There's one thing, though, that I can say is that even all the hard parts of my life that I came through, mm -hmm. I can say they actually benefited me. Yeah. Because I believe if I didn't go through all those hard parts, I wouldn't push myself to the point I do right now. You know, I used to work for a manager that was just, I've never experienced the, I'm, it was just horrible, let me put it that way. Mm -hmm. Knew my worth, but did not want to work on me being promoted. Mm -hmm. Wanted me to work under him because, hey, you doing all my work, I'm good. So, took me 13 years to figure this out, but I was like, I'm out, basically. Because I could, I could function in every department in that job. Mm -hmm by myself i could but everything i learned from there mm -hmm. i can say i'm using that now to balance my books in my salon to do my accounting stuff to just you know try to figure out okay if i buy this type of hair even though i want the best hair for my customer so i need to figure out how to bargain this hair because if i put this amount of money in the hair and they pay this oh i have to pay the light bill is this yeah. so i had to balance everything out but all of that i learned from when i was in that environment i was crying and mad at that time but i can say it's worth it was worth going through it it was it a was. stepping stool it, it, it was yes. a it was a preparatory yes. school pretty much yes. for what you have going on now yes you and know? the moment you decide that okay i'm done with that it was hard it was so hard to leave that environment because i loved 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 working there mm -hmm. the, i loved working in the business itself it was just I cannot associate the business with the people because the business can hire the best people, but you don't know what those people are doing behind your back when you're not there or when you're not, you know, the, the corporate office is not going to be there all the time to see. Mm -hmm. So that, that hurt me because I really loved it. But at the end of the day, I had to think about me because there were days I was there 24 hours working. So my kids were still little at that time. And so I was like, okay, I need to focus. I need to pick what is worth fighting for. And at that point I was like, I left the hotel business to go work as, as a CNA at the hospital. I did take a pay cut, but I realized that, okay, I want to go back to what I originally wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And that's when I, I went to work in the hospital. And I can say, even though financially that was a hurtful decision, but mentally and working in the process and going to school as a, for an RN, that was the best decision I've ever made for in, in, in terms of like my for my future and for what I want to do. So it's it's a whole process. You can't tell anybody how to, yeah. you know, get there because everybody's road, everybody's routes all going to be different. But the one thing I can say it's based on is your push. What's your push? Where do you want to be? You know, look at what, what what's what kind of future are you looking for? Mm -hmm. You know. I want, I, want a be, I want a beautiful future. I don't want to work like this for my whole, my whole life, mm -hmm. but I feel like I need to invest now for the time that I can actually sit and enjoy my, my family. And you still have to enjoy it in the process, yeah. but there's bigger enjoyment when you retire and you already have set aside money. All of that is part of the education and your push. So the, the pretty much the journey uh, the the whatever you're going through now mm -hmm. is a setup for what's ahead of oh, you. Oh yeah. So even though in the moment it might seem really 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 hard in the moment, you need to find time to appreciate the process. Yes. And trust the process. Yes. Knowing that this is a journey that I need to take in order to get to what's best for me or the better version 
of me. Yes. You and know. there's no shortcuts. No, no. Absolutely. Any shortcut you take, you're gonna work it out in the, in, when you, yeah. in the, almost in the end or in that process, right after you take that shortcut, you're gonna see that, okay, um, that didn't help because I was supposed to do everything, not half of it. At the end of the day, you need to get, you, you're gonna need to make that up, basically. So there are no shortcuts at all, yeah. none. Yeah, and you know, it's, 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 it's a really, really interesting point the, based on the fact that every single person should be able to identify mm -hmm. that process and know that, but somehow that process gets lost in translation. People quit because mm -hmm. it's hard. It's people give up easily. People give in when they are not. So people give in at the wrong at the wrong mm -hmm. time, you know. Because I do believe that there's no it's, there's no work experience that is useless it's not even possible not because the effort and the work that you put in right now in a in a, in a, part in a particular situation mm -hmm. or in a particular work environment what you learn from there follows you into the next thing i i am someone who i i was a teacher mm -hmm. right out of uh, right out of high school i went to Carton mm -hmm. to teach from there i was a court clerk the Becoming Magistrate's Court. Mm -hmm. From there, I went to the bank. I worked as a legal officer slash recovery officer for three years. Mm -hmm. And then I came to the United States and I did a plethora of other things. Mm -hmm. But every single work, every single journey that I took to be where I am, mm -hmm. to get to the bank, up till this day, some of those things that I learned, mm -hmm. they are actually getting applied on a daily basis to my point even to this point now i can sit down and have a conversation with somebody mm -hmm. like you i can sit down and talk about my experience because those that journey had allowed me to have a story to tell mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. journey has allowed me to relate to somebody else's story mm -hmm. because i do understand your story I do understand the language you're speaking. Mm -hmm. I do understand you can put me in, a, in any professional setting yeah. and I will be fine there. That's the best thing ever. That I will be fine there. Mm -hmm. You could put me in the dungeon mm -hmm. and I will be fine there too because I have dealt with people who do not really, who you might have to cost for them to really understand mm -hmm. that this is what, how this is supposed to be done. That's right. So your journey is always going to be, always going to be fulfilled. You, for you to get to, you gotta, you have to go through certain things to prepare you for what's you really do. ahead of you. Yeah, so can you imagine, let's say you, um, for example, when I came to the United States, I've never worked, and then I said, okay, I'm just gonna go, to, go through school. Mm -hmm. Say I have, let's say I get scholarship and I go right through school and I'm done, mm -hmm. and then I go to work. First of all, there's a lot of things that I experienced when I came. Because when I went to Cotty College, Cotty College in Nevada, Missouri, I want to say the population of black people there is like next to nothing. Mm -hmm. So that exposure I would have missed. Mm -hmm. um, or I would have dealt with whatever was there. Then finally, culture-wise, then I come in and I start going, I st start looking for a job. I feel like everything I dealt with either racially like culturally because I'm, I'm from Africa so mm. you know there are times when I would speak and people don't, don't not understand yeah, what I was saying same. now if I had jumped from there just straight to a job I would feel so insulted I would I feel like I would go through a lot more it'd be discrimination I would see the things that I would I would have the, the way I deal with things now mm -hmm. like if somebody can't understand me I'm like okay well, this is what I said. I can actually repeat myself or try to break it down. Mm -hmm. Now, if I had just gone straight to work, I would have gotten mad because I'm yeah. like, why can't you understand, understand me? me. Yeah. You know, but I feel like that you can't skip all of that. Mm -hmm. I feel like every step of what you go through is preparing you for whatever you're going to go. For your purpose. Yeah, whatever you're going to do in the future. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it's not easy. It's not. Right now, I can just sit here and talk about it. But when I was going through it, I promise you, it was tears. Yeah. 
It was, yes. you know, anger yes. because I was like, why am I going through this? Yes. But yeah. now I can look at it and laugh about it. Oh, wow. I, I went through that. Oh, wow. You know, so it's, it's, it's life, but it's life how you choose to live it. Yes. It is. Yes. yes. It's, 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 it's a really, it's really interesting, really, really interesting, uh, interesting thing. And then it's so, it's, it's so real. It is really, really real. Mm -hmm. It's a hundred percent factual. There's no, there's no ifs and buts and, and any order or what ifs, anything of that nature. It's nothing in it. Yeah. It's a process you have to go through every single, mm -hmm. if you cheat at some point you are, you will have to pay back. Yeah, you pay for you it. You will have to pay back. Mm -hmm. So you have to trust the process. You have to be disciplined enough day in, day out to take the punches. And, and and throw some punches when necessary mm -hmm. and just keep your head straight and keep pushing because at the other side of the tunnel oh. there, there's always light there is there there's is. always light there, there's a, there's going to be a period where you look back you say wow I have covered this much mileage mm -hmm. I have covered this much I've conquered this much challenges mm -hmm. and here I am with, with my standing. scars and everything and I'm still, still standing still standing yes rugged mean. and guess what you're not done yet yeah that's the saddest part it's it well I think at that point it's not the saddest part because then it makes you feel good because you you're looking at the past and you're saying man I got all the way here man I can do some more and even yeah. be better yeah. so and, and even at that stage while you're doing some more mm -hmm. when you're faced with uh, another challenge you are ready to to put on your yep. mean face mm -hmm. and look at the challenge and say, you know what? Yep, you I handle it. I know exactly it. what this is. You handle it differently. I know exactly what this mm -hmm. is. I've been through this before. You know what? These truths have come to pass. Yes. And here you are, head down, shoulders tucked in, mm -hmm. ready to tackle the same problem, yeah. and, and and move and on. Just in a different mindset, because yep. now you now, know. Yeah. Now you know exactly mm -hmm. what it is. You you've recognized it, yep. and you're ready to fight. I on. tell people it doesn't matter. Don't tell me, oh, I'm a woman, so I can't, don't, don't, don't tell me that, because that's not a reason, that's, that's an excuse. Uh -huh. um, it, it's an excuse for saying that you don't want to be better, because I don't think it has anything to do with your gender. Oh, I come from, doesn't matter where you come from. I'm somebody where I don't, there's, there's a little bit, just a few excuses that, that I, would, I would tolerate, uh -huh. because... I have been through a lot of things that I could have given excuses and just stopped exactly where I was. Mm -hmm. But because I came through it, and I'm not superwoman, I, I cried, I, I worked crazy hours, I did whatever I had to do. I sacrificed myself, basically that's what that is, just because I felt like I can do it, you can, you can do it. But giving the excuses, I am happy that I didn't give any, mm -hmm. that I didn't use any. I'm happy that I still pushed on because I feel like that was, that was, there was a lot of things that could have helped me back. There was a lot, a lot, you know, I tell, a lot I of tell people that all the time. If you were going to count me out because of my trials, mm -hmm. I don't think you know how to count because oh, no. it's no way, it's no way I am giving up on mm -hmm. anything. Look, I... When I started Waffle House, right, they they said I would I was never going to last more than six months. It's five years, almost five years in. Yeah. And even till this day, I'm getting doubted. I'm getting questioned. But some of the questions, some of the reason why I'm getting questioned mm -hmm. is because of my attitude towards certain things. Mm -hmm. Because I still has to deal with myself sometimes i'm my me i'm i'm in the way of myself sometimes with the way mm -hmm. my attitudes towards certain things mm -hmm. the, and my attitude towards the way you somebody else gives me instructions mm -hmm. it 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 all counts however i it's for me to recognize that and 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 know that look how this person feels about me and what this person is saying about me it's none of my business because mm -hmm. it's no way possible. It's not even close that you know me more yeah, than I know it, myself. It doesn't really matter. You have more than I know myself. Mm -hmm. You 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 gotta be out of your mind yeah. to just sit there and, and, and 
and get count somebody out. They assume but, but that they yeah, know you. They assume. Yeah. Your assumption of me is mm -hmm. not my it's not my reality. Nope, it's but, not. But in the same vein, while they're counting you out, while people are boxing you in, people are telling you you can't do this. That is the that is the that should be the gas that fuel that yep. fuel you mm -hmm. to push on. Mm -hmm. And you gotta prove these motherfuckers wrong mm -hmm. every single day. You mm -hmm. have to prove leave to prove people wrong and not even proving people wrong you have to also be in a position to to make yourself to make to do it for yourself yeah you know what i mean mm -hmm. do it for self please self force you have to be able to please yourself to look back at the journey and say wow i came this far mm -hmm. i did this and to the next you yeah. know no it's it's true um your life, you, your life is what you choose to do with it. it that's, that's just, it's there. You get to make your decisions. But that's the, that's the beautiful thing about it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's your life, you know? Mm -hmm. It's your life, you have to take control of it. You have to push on. Mm -hmm. You have to be a dreamer. You don't have to be scared. Nope, you don't. Fear is going to, is going to take it all for you, you know? And you know, I just I just appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule and coming here and sitting down with your with your little brother and just oh that is so right and just having <laughs> have your little brother my I'll, I'll little give. brother that he gave me you every time I tell you Charles I'm I'm wait you're 32 Betty. I'm way older than you Charles and you're like whatever but yeah you are my little brother no nah, I don't like don't, emphasis listen. on the little <laughs> don't don't even start before I report it. <laughs> Don't even start before no, I revoke it's, it. No, it's all good. It's all good. Okay, cool. Because I, I can revoke it now and become your big brother in like two minutes. Already been said. Okay, cool. Too late. Too late. Well, yeah. thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule and coming here and, and sitting down with me and uh, and just, you know, just having a conversation from a place, a really honest place. Yeah. From a really pure place. And, you know, you're always, always, always appreciate it and uh just thank you just for being you and we'll, we'll it's meet a at pleasure the top. it's a pleasure